0: At this point in our time together, I want to take this opportunity to thank everyone who has been involved in this evening's service. Uh, Thank you to our readers, uh, Denver, uh, Roberta and Debbie. We really appreciate you uh, taking part in our service in that way. Thank you as well to our praise group for uh, leading our praise and worship. We've really appreciated the praise group's ministry to us over this Christmas season, uh, particularly through their concerts. And uh, we're very thankful uh, to have such a talented praise group here in Bucknaw. Uh, Thank you as well to the tech team who have uh, operated Lots of different buttons and switches and things that we don't really understand. Uh, We really appreciate all the work that you have done in helping this service to run smoothly. Uh, Thank you as well to those who have decorated the meeting house uh, to give us that uh, Christmas ambiance, that Christmas uh, feeling. And uh, thank you as well uh, to those who have prepared tea and coffee for us afterwards. Uh, Please stay if you can. We'd love you to join us over a cup of tea and coffee after our service tonight. Uh, Thank you to those involved in organising that and also in advance uh, those who will serve it as well. Uh, can I also take this opportunity to thank you as a church family too. Uh, it has been another busy year for us as a congregation. There have been ups and downs, good times and hard times. Uh, can I say that we're immensely grateful for your support and your prayers. Uh, in February, we'll be in Bucknaw six years. Uh, time has just flown, but we love it here and we have a lot to look forward to. We're very thankful that God has placed us here. And both Lynn and I hope you have a really, really great, uh, really, really great Christmas and a really peaceful new year as well. Uh, We're going to finish our time together this evening by thinking about the Christmas story. And I want to leave you with a a Christmas thought. Uh, And this is particularly directed at you, to you, if you're you're not a Christian or if you're not with us uh, on a regular basis here in church. Uh, There was a funny story in the news recently about a song being played in a football stadium. A football stadium DJ had to apologise for playing Last Christmas by Wham because of a cult game called Whamageddon. If you've never heard of the game, it's probably because you have better things to do with your time. But Wamageddon works like this. You have to avoid hearing the song last Christmas for as long as possible before Christmas Eve. If you hear it in a shop or on the radio, then you're eliminated, you're out of the game. Anyway, this DJ got into trouble for ruining Wamageddon. He played the song at a stadium and knocked out more than 7,000 people. Wamageddon started around 10 years ago and has grown in popularity online. It now has rules, a website, and merchandise. The DJ apologised for playing the song and said he hoped he hadn't ruined Christmas for those at the match. But he also said this. He said, I never knew people took it so seriously. I never knew people took it so seriously. There's a sense in which you maybe say that or a variation of that about the Christmas story. I never knew people took it so seriously. I don't know why people take it so seriously. But here in church, we do take it seriously as Christians, as followers of Jesus. We take Christmas very seriously indeed. Not not, not serious in the sense that we don't have fun or enjoy this time of year, but, but serious in the sense that we understand what it means from a spiritual perspective. When you strip back the trappings and fuss of this time of year, when you zero in on the story and meaning of Christmas, what are you left with? You're left with the story of heaven intersecting earth. You're left with the story of light breaking into the darkness. You're left with God coming to earth as a person. The true story of Christmas does not meet our expectations, mainly because the details are so fuzzy because of all the noise surrounding this time of year. In some ways, the Christmas story has been relegated to the level of Goldilocks and the Three Bears and Little Red Riding Hood, a moral tale that teaches us broad, bland things, a nice story for our boys and girls to sing about, but one that doesn't really impact on our day-to-day living. Yet the story of Christmas is a serious story that requires serious engagement from all of us. That's because it takes us to the heart of the Christian faith and to the thing that matters most of all, are standing before a holy, just, righteous, and perfect God. In Matthew's account of the coming of Jesus, the account that Debbie read for us, we're told that Mary is told by an angel that she will give birth to a child and the angel instructs her what to call him. You shall call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. The the name Jesus derives from the Hebrew name Joshua, which simply means saves or salvation. The very name of the child born at Christmas takes us to the heart of the Christian faith and to the thing that matters most of all, our standing before a holy, just, righteous and perfect God. Either we are represented by him, either his name is over us and our lives, or it is not. And if it is not, then our standing before God is as it always was. We are in rebellion against him. We are separated from him. And the wages of our sin is death. Death in that one day we will die and be buried. but, But also death in that we will experience eternal separation from God if we reject him. But in his great mercy, God has given us a gift. The free gift of God is eternal life. In Christ Jesus our Lord. And that's what Christmas is all about. It's not about the gifts we give to each other, it's all about God's free gift to us. It's all about His grace to us in the Lord Jesus Christ. God has made us, we have rebelled against Him, but He has come to save us. That's why here in church we take the story so seriously. That's why followers of Jesus take Christmas very seriously indeed. Now maybe you're here this evening and you've never engaged with this story on on any real meaningful level. You're not a Christian, you're very clear on that, but you've never really thought about why or what in any meaningful way. You've got to do that if you want any stake in the game. You can't just reject it outright without first of all thinking it through. That's not an honest way to come to a conclusion about anything, never mind anything as important as this. You can't sit on the sidelines and say that it doesn't matter or isn't serious if you haven't at least examined the evidence. If you're interested in finding out more about the Christmas story, the Christian faith, what it means to follow Jesus, there's some free literature in all of our porches this evening. You can lift it on your way out and take the time to consider the evidence. But if you choose to walk out and do nothing about it, you've got to answer this question. If the Christmas story is true, If the story of heaven intersecting with earth is true, if the story of light breaking into darkness is true, if the story of God coming to earth as a person is true, if the story of God offering us the free gift of forgiveness through Jesus is true, and you do nothing about it, what will happen? And are you prepared for the consequences of doing nothing? Because those consequences are pretty devastating and pretty catastrophic. It's great to come together at this time of year. But we, we, we don't do that out of sentiment. We, we do it because we take this story seriously. And we want people to trust in Christ and follow him. And that's what we want you to do if you haven't already. Let me challenge you this Christmas. If you're not a Christian or you're not with us here on a regular basis in church, you've got to think about this properly. And you've got to come up with answers to the hard questions the Christmas story, the Christian faith, The Bible asks of you. As I've said, if you want to find out more, there's some free literature in all of our porches this evening. Please take it, please take something with you, and treat this story seriously, seriously in the sense that you understand what it means from a spiritual perspective. That's the Christmas thought I want to leave with you this evening. If you're interested in finding out more about the Christian faith, then you can also come and speak to me, and I'd love the opportunity to talk to you and tell you more about the Lord Jesus and some of the things we've talked about this evening. The praise group are going to come now and share a piece that calls on all of us to make room for the Lord Jesus. And it's my prayer, and the prayer of many within our church family, that this Christmas, you'll do just that, if you've never done it before.